Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it is fantastic to have your company today for episode 250, baby! 250! Yeah! Yeah! Oh, yeah! Excellent, excellent. Party on. To to celebrate 250, we've got the live stream going, so thanks everyone for tuning in live for those in a non-ridiculous time zone where it's not 3am in the morning. It is fantastic to have your company. And stick around because we have got some big toy giveaways for this special episode. We'll be firing some questions out to you guys that are tuned in. So get your buzzers ready, get your fingers typing. Quickest answer will win you a prize. Joining me today in the Toy Pass studio, we've got Duffman. Oh, yeah. A.K.A. Ben. And Frank. Okay, excellent. Cool. Gnarly. Party on. My name is Wayne Campbell. I'm from Aurora in Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. Excellent. I've seen that movie a few too many times. Wow, as many as the 1990 Ninja Uh Pretty close. Pretty, pretty close. Um, and I'm, I'm sort of dressed as a lovable rogue. Um, I've got the... Uh, you are very scruffy looking very, right very, now. Very scruffy looking. Uh, who shot first? Adam Hahn <laughs> you and can't Greedo. do that on television. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> I've got the appropriate uh, item here: for a Duff beer, and the uh, used by date on the back is the fourth of the fourth uh, of the first t- two thousand and twelve. So <laughs> we won't be cracking this tonight. As a as it's a oh, exciting, it is the, yeah, yeah, the best and worst kind of beer. Yeah, yeah. it yeah, was it was stuff. a real beer at one stage, yes. but now it's probably just brown water. So yeah, <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't be touching it. Something we've kept. For the uh, occasion, so yeah. Oh, very good. So right. what you all what look is... awesome, guys. Let's uh, just uh, look, let's just know. can we can we get Duff Man in particular to stand up because <laughs> it's pretty special. I'm I'm gonna sweat tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it is look still the middle of summer here in Australia, so this is that's dedication to the craft there, ladies and gentlemen, the Duff Man. <laughs> yeah. Got my um, <laughs> Duff hands. Look at this. I've even got um, oh, he's got the can of beer hands. and everything. Yeah, yeah. So just little things he keeps. <laughs> You know, nice. this this costume cost two dollars, as I said in the last episode. My wife picked it up for a future occasion or whatever. Had to go and buy the hat today and put the logo on it and the cape. Um, so what, with twenty dollars out of pocket uh, for this costume in total? Loving it. Far nice. out. That is awesome. Yeah. Hey, today's episode it's really a Q and A, and that's what we'll be going through today. But obviously, for the live guys, we've got the uh, the giveaway. So get your uh, keypads ready to type in. First one, uh, best dressed. Um, if you do win a prize, uh, that's it. You're basically out of the running um, going forward. So one prize each. And um, yeah, with, with we'll ship it out Australia-wide, cover the cost of shipping out to you. And uh, if you happen to be an international phoning in, we'll, uh, we'll work something out with the uh, international shipping rates, but we'll get it over to you as well. There is a mystery box. So if you don't like the, uh, the, the one you've, you've got you can elect to take a peek from the mystery box, in which case the toy that you won then goes into the mystery box and the other, um, you know, 
guesses can pick from that box. Nice. So that's the way it will play. We're going to go through a few questions and then we're going to dive into the giveaways. Yeah, questions. So we reached out to our Patreons uh, basically saying, look, we've done 250 or 249, sorry, of these things. Uh, please give us some content because we're kind of out of ideas at this point. Um, I mean, what am I saying? We're totally prepared and organized. <laughs> um, so we had some amazing questions come through. Ben, have you got a couple of... I, I do, but there, is anything uh, happening in the chat just now, Scott? Scott's also in the room. He's off camera, but he's the sort of dude helping with the tech tonight. So thank you, Scotty. Just a lot of guys signing in saying, g'day, getting ready for the uh, big giveaways quiz question. Nice. Oh, nice. Good Ooh, day. Yeah, yeah. Get, get ready. There's some, there's some bloody good things to win, I reckon, in Fantastic. here. Yep. Thank so you all it. for uh, tuning in live. That, yeah. that, uh, really we, special. We apologise for any technical stuff. Uh, you can blame Scotty because he's our guy in the chair tonight. <laughs> totally not me, my fault at all. All right. <laughs> yes. All right. Kicking off the episode with question one from Hordak94. All right. You can only collect one size action figure from here on out. You must get rid of everything else. Everything else you have that's not that size. So, for example, the criteria are 5.5, 3.75, 12 inch, or 6 inch. What are you sticking with, and what other sizes are you getting rid of? Frank, Jesus. Um, that's hard i'm looking around my room here where we're recording tonight there's a lot of six inch stuff going on but if you're if you're classifying vintage turtles as sort of the five five 5.5 inch which most of them are um that that hurts me right in right in the childhood um transformers is an interesting one yes. because you can get all the way from you know little mini bots up to you know your big um unicron so you're not keeping stuff. any g1 collection it's getting cut somewhere oh man um, what do you reckon? You're, you're a pretty big turtles man, Frank. Yeah, it's hard to see that go. Ah, uh, ah, uh, I don't love it. Ah, uh, I don't like this question. Who who designed this? Um, I'm gonna have to go with five point five, and that's just because I, I feel without my turtle stuff, I'd, and you know what? It's probably better in the long run because there's not as much. 5.5 as there is 6 yeah. inch certainly in the in the current market to, you know you start talking Marvel Legends and classics and all those sorts of things I'm going to go with 5.5 yeah. with you know a very big hole in my heart but uh, that'll do I think for me yeah I, I'm going to go the same I think 12 inch you can just cut out I don't have a lot I've got a bit of hot toys mm. but not a lot of 12 inch and 3 and 3 quarter I've got my vintage Star Wars collection Yeah, but that's pretty much it and then it's really a toss up between 5.5 and, and 6 or you know Turtles Master Scale and everything else that sort of comes in at that six. I'd have to probably... My two favourite lines are Vintage Turtles and Vintage Masters, and I've got a lot of those loose and carded, so I reckon I'd have to keep 5.5. Yeah, I'm going to mirror what Trent said. I'll keep my 5.5. Big, passionate Masters fan, obviously, and then I can go deeper with uh, Remco and all those knockoff He-Man lines. I can go super deep uh, with the what... uh, you know, realm of the underworld are doing and everything. The um, and just you know keep keep the excitement going. Build up my turtles collection. Uh, but I'm throwing back a question at him. Uh oh. What are Transformers class yeah, does? That's Especially hard, right? the G ones. They are all over the place. So I'd be. I reckon I'd be able to keep quite a few Transformers because there is no scale <laughs> in that. Uh, you know, in that line. So. Yep. Booyah, I, I beat you. <laughs> right back at you. That's Tilo, Mateel, whatever we call uh, you. Hordak 94, that was. Oh, sorry, yep. wrong person. Well, well, speaking of uh, Matthew Teal, because he's in trouble, 
Um, if you could have one collection from any of the Patreons. Now, we've had a similar question to this, Ooh. but I'll, I'll read it first. If you could have one collection from any of the Patreons to add to your own, whose would you choose and why? Is it one specific figure or it is a whole line that tempts you? Uh, asterisk space is not to be considered an issue. Oh, I like this. Yeah. Now the question we've had before is amongst the, the <laughs> yeah. three of us here: who, what would you steal from another person's toy collection? Now, Matt has included all of our Patreons, and we know they have some very, very tasty collections with all sorts of stuff. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, Trenton Barrett with his Mighty Max collection. Uh, what if Emily Lind with her um, horror? Yeah, the yeah. horror collection and the um, what's the Star Wars guy? Grand Moff Tarkin. That's the one. Thank Tarkin. you. I was about to say General yeah. Hux, and I'm like, oh, that's wrong. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so there's a few to choose from. Um, well, I'll, Trent, I'll kick this off. And look, there's a lot of great collections, and, and please, I'm tempted by all of them because they all have something wonderful to offer. But Colin Betts and his G.I. Joe collection is a big gaping yeah. hole in my current toy collection, and that's where I'm, I'm going. He's got a lot of other amazing stuff in there, but a massive incredible joe collection so that's where i'd be heading off to yeah good call uh, i'm tempted by a few of the boys who've got uh, the the um the sectors hive right i, I want mm. that that'll you know we talk about completing a collection that's the one thing that's incomplete from my sectors so the hive is quite tempting but overall i would go for master delta chameleon who has the entire uh, run of laser beasts <laughs> nice. uh, he's got you know Hundreds and hundreds of triple threat snakes, so I'll just take all them <laughs> things, uh, and even customs of the snake army and everything. And he's got that damn uh, missing chariot. Uh, oh, your you last place. So just a whole sweep of thanks for holding this battle beast collection for me, mate. I'll just take it off your hands. Uh, cheers, bro. <laughs> nice. So that'd be my choice. But no, no disrespect to any of the other patrons. They've all got amazing collections. Uh, yeah, no disrespect because we didn't want to steal from you. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go. One of the geek dudes. I'm looking at you, uh, dirty Uncle Mitch. Uh, that gigantic life-size Superman that doesn't have a head on it. I want that <laughs> so I can complete it and he can stand next to my Leonardo. And between those two, no one's ever going to break into my house because you've got a Ninja Turtle and Superman guarding the place. So that's what I'm stealing. Sorry, not sorry, Mitch. All right. That's a good. That's great. Fantastic. Some great collections out there. All right. First question to our live stream viewers. All oh, yeah, right. It's go. a who am I? So first one to type in gets a shot all right i'm gonna to try to oh, and it is it box. is the figure that you're winning is is what you get here so a bit of a bit of a hint on what this one is <laughs> all right many pieces so i debuted in the 2012 nickelodeon cartoon series i am a bad guy who fights the ninja turtles i have metal feet I have a fin on the back of my back. Is anyone? Oh, oh, Scotty's monitoring the chat, looking for guesses here. Who's Dave's guess does not count. Oh, <laughs> Dave doesn't count. All right, yeah, we can agree to that. Um, <laughs> what else? In this, in the set that I come in, I'm riding a speedboat, and yeah, being we do. All right. Dave McClellan, fantastic! You can get you can get Declan to build this set of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well done, Davey. The Fish Face Pursuit. Well done, Dave. Good stuff. Or or you can you can type in if you want to take a peek from the mystery box. 
Ooh. What could it be? Does he want to potentially Ooh, swap it could for be, something? Could be amazing. Could be a speedboat. Or it could be two tickets to the opera. Who knows? It's a mystery <laughs> box. <laughs> or it could be a pluck a duck. You well, know? Yeah. <laughs> well, keep going. So we've got a question here. This is a fantastic question from Blockbuster J. Do you have any toy purchase regrets? I went in all in on the ID4 Independence Day figures when the movie came out, before the movie came out, in fact. Got caught up in the hype of it. Went to the midnight screening and was all excited only to realise pretty quickly the error of my ways. That being said, <laughs> anyone interested in buying some carded ID4 <laughs> figures asking for a friend? Regrets, <laughs> Mr. Ben. Have you had any pretty big regrets? Regrets? I just, uh, for me, it was that fleeting, you know, where I'm a full-on toy collector, let's just pick up whatever I can find. So I picked mm-hmm. up a lot of figures and things at retail, I um, saw. I went to Shin Tokyo back when it was in that railway ha- uh, hall back yep. in the day, and I thought I was on cloud nine when I saw the knockoff tra- G one Transformers, and they were all combiners. So you know the yeah, Constructicons yeah, yeah, nice. and the uh, you know all those uh, characters, but they they were missing like a limb. It, one of the limbs was wrong or something mm. for the protector bots or something. And I reckon I dropped $40 each on those when I should have just saved my money and just <laughs> bought, you know, proper G1s because yep. it wasn't like, you know, f- not two, three years later, I instant regret for buying these damn KOs that didn't mm. even have the right uh, limbs and things. So I, I then upgraded to the proper 80s G1. And that was a massive regret for mine of that, you know, just seeing something, oh, I need to have that because it's there yep. and not, you know, actually let's go down the path of the original instead. Yeah. 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 Nice. Um, Was it specifically buying regrets or was it like selling regrets as well? No, toy purchase regrets. It is buying purchase regrets. Ah, okay. Um, I don't really have an answer for this one. Michael Bay? Okay. (laughs) I actually do have an answer for this one. (laughs) I think what I uh, yeah you're right that's that's a wonderful example Trent um the my rule with that was because of, of course they went silly because it's Michael Bay and it's Hasbro was anything that's on been on screen uh, I want it right that was my because obviously there's lots of repaints as it's famous for Transformers um and then there was a point where rearranging the room trying to put stuff on different shelves and I looked at it and I sort of stood back f- from the shelf. And it just looked like this homogenous mess. I couldn't tell you. You know, there was the... The Autobots weren't too bad. They had a bit of colour. You had your reds and blues for, you know, your Optimus and yellow for Bumblebees and that. The Decepticons were just a mess of grey, black, and maybe a bit of purple. Like, they were just colourless, is, is is the way to put it. They were, they were so over-engineered. And some of them, some of like the big Optimus and stuff, were just... It's, it's a half-hour job to transform them. And even then, the panels don't sit quite right and Optimus... His hood looks like it's popping off. Yep, nah, good call. I, okay. I take back what I said. I yep. remember there was a uh, big W toy sale thing, and it was one of those. It wasn't masterpiece Bumblebee of the Bayverse one. It was you know the one down from it, but it was a pretty deluxe one, and it was like half price. So yep. it was you know regularly one hundred and fifty dollars mm. down to seventy five. So all the dads and things were getting it for their kids. I used to love Transformers yep. as a kid. Yeah, yeah, I'll buy sense. that for my four year old type thing. <laughs> they they. I heard from many adults and many parents that yep. they just almost wonk, didn't want to buy it. Transformers ever again because they got sucked into transforming. Like the kid had wanted it in 
vehicle mode and then five minutes later I wanted Couldn't in do it. Um, robot mode and it was literally a 45 minute transform, <laughs> transformation and it just uh, yeah killed him. and that was one of the things when they went back to the one of the later films last night or whatever the god awful name it was if you look at those toys they're actually much simpler because that yep. was a lot of the, by the time the third movie rolled around they got all this sort of feedback people just going this is stupid. They're, they're kids' toys, ultimately, and they're just too damn hard. Too hard, yeah. And so they, you know, Hasbro went back and, and made them a bit simplistic. But then they got knocked on by the collectors going, this is a kid's toy. Where's my <laughs> yeah. super complex Optimus? So yeah. they can't win. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I had a pretty weird time, I think, in the early 2000s. Like, for me as a collector, you're getting into it. Um, you're picking up a bit of vintage here and there, but you're also doing the modern toys. And I remember, you know, I bought kind of any toy that hit the toy shelves movie tie-ins i've got chicken run action figures chicken run, chicken run. <laughs> i've got like shrek figures which the mcfarlane stuff are pretty cool but i also had some of the really shitty hasbro stuff that mm. was brought out for the, like wave two movie two and stuff um i've got like um yeah i've got some stuff of that ilk yep. that doesn't really have a place in a 2022 collection like when i look back but at the time there wasn't like a lot on the on the shelves, you know, mm. like it wasn't the abundance of collector lines that we have today. So I cite, you know, my chicken run kind of, you know, collectible purchasing habits of that era as being kind of synonymous with a lot of the purchases I made back then. Mm. And I sort of it's it's a it's a it's a cautionary tale really to see that sort of thing in your collection and go well, in the absence of all these really cool lines, this is the stuff that I, I bought to keep the collecting going. Mm. So I didn't end up getting Mr. Tweedy's Pie Throw, which was an iteration of yeah. the, the pizza, the pizza thrower, thrower from Ninja Turtles, Turtles which yeah. I would have actually not regretted. because That would have been that, cool to that, have both. That tie-in. All right, we'll take one more question, yep. and then we'll go into another giveaway. All right, well, this one's from Malcolm. Uh, what other hobbies, other than toy collecting, do you have, if any? And have you had it to sacrifice other hobbies for this one? Ooh, good question. I have expressed my love for cricket many a time. I don't play it because, God damn, that takes too long and it's too expensive and I'm terrible at it. But um, I would say I used to be quite a big gamer and, you know, I'd buy the latest whatever Sony, you know, Xbox sort of offering. Uh, even on Steam, I would do a lot of stuff on there. And, it's, and now when I look at the price of those games, you know, like the new Guardians of the Galaxy game I've been sort of eyeing off and that's 80 bucks and in my head I go that's two Marvel Legends do you know what I mean like so it's I wouldn't say sacrifice probably isn't the right word but it's that thing where I just go I look at the money I used to spend on that sort of stuff which was quite significant for for the time and I go imagine what I could have you know sort of permanently sitting on the shelf with that with that same dollar so it has sort of definitely dialed back the other i can't remember the last game i've bought look it'll probably be the new batman one when that comes out is that's about it batman and the spider-man games are the two that sort of get me almost certainty oh and mortal Kombat. there's that one too um but yeah so i'd say gaming for me yep. has uh has taken the hit yeah uh, for me look i obviously made an appearance on lego masters did you? And yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just, I didn't know that. When did that happen? Well, it's getting old now. I have to keep bringing it up to keep it relevant. <laughs> just reminding it's, people. Uh, it's, it's dying away, fading away, um, fading back into a, a, a non-C grade celebrity, which is <laughs> which is devastating. Um, no, but uh, probably for me, if it wasn't toy collecting, it would be more mock building. So, so in a way, kind of accumulating parts, but then doing creations. Ooh. It's something that I can't. I just can't justify spending a lot on 
Lego parts to build these elaborate, you know, creations mm. when I've also got the toy collection that takes up a lot of space as well. So probably, you know, Lego's taken a bit of a hit. Um, you know, it's it's hard to keep up multiple kind of toy related or, or things yeah. that yeah. take up a lot of space and a lot of money. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh definitely video games. I stopped playing video games quite a number of years ago. Uh, but uh, big thing, uh, comics. I was probably yeah, you were. Um, bigger into comics. Uh, 16 was a defining uh, time for me when I got my first Aliens comic, and that was a big realisation. Hey, you know, there's so much deeper uh, world of comics than just the Phantom and Garfield and, you know, Archie and all mm. that sort of stuff, uh, which really blew my um, me away. So uh, big into comics, and I did collect a lot of the, the things I'm passionate for, Transformers, Micronauts, uh, Street Fighter, all those, you know, branded comics. 2000 was a huge time for comic rebranding for the Ninja Turtles and everything yep. Uh, yep. coming back onto the scene. Uh, but, uh, you know... I'm, and because I'm a Batman fan, I tried to, you know, collect a series of Batman. But before you know take, it... Take your pick. Like, how right. many Batmans are there? Yeah, like. before you know it, there's an, another rebirth or relaunch or you can't <laughs> you can't read this title without collecting Nightwing, Catwoman, yeah. you know, all those other branches of the story. Line. So I just... I put a massive stop to everything. I just stopped collecting comics full stop. And uh, the only comic series I collect now is the IDW Ninja Turtles. So, which um, uh, looks like they are finishing up. They um, losing oh, the it? rights, uh, I think. IDW is losing turtles. I believe so. And Transformers. I, I might be, I might be wrong on that, but wow. that's uh, what I've. That's some of the rumors going around. Okay, so, big. Bit sad. Mm. All right, we do have a, a question from one of our live viewers. Oh. Guys, lots of shout-outs to the awesome effort with your costume. Well done, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'll drink to that. Hey! Brad Taylor asks, how did we get Jim Morrison to sit next to Duffman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's been... A, well, I, I blame it on COVID shutdown. I just I didn't get to the hairdresser, and that's two years ago, so... Well, like, just be thankful it's Jim Morrison and not the weird naked Indian guy. Like, that would be... That's that's a costume nobody wants to see. Uh, awesome, Brad. All right, we've got another giveaway to, to happen here. So, um, this is uh, a figure that was released in 2014 by Mattel. And it is a homage to a figure that was part of the Superpowers line that never got released back in the 80s. Um, it is a Man of Steel. He does come packaged with Calabac's leg. Um, he's the 30th anniversary of a figure. And uh, his uh, his suit is not the traditional blue colour. It's, uh, it's something pretty shiny. Um, on the back of the box... I like gold! <laughs> On the back of the box, it features all the uh, figures from the DC Universe Classics line that are representations of the Superpowers collection, which is a very cool back of the box. And and hopefully, those of you who know your Superpowers trivia should have a pretty good idea of what I'm talking about. Here is, I need Superman such and such edition as the answer, because it is a Superman figure. Brett Owen. Brett Owen. Hey. Good work. He's got it. It's, it is, yes, in fact, the golden Superman variant. So that's beautiful. Look at that beautiful uh, box. 
packaging. That is is that based in, is that based on a comics thing or is it just a hey this looks cool on a figure type? I think it's hey this looks cool on a figure. Like yep. superpowers. I mean the superpowers line. You can have a bit of a look there on the back of the box, um, with all the different figures that were were sort of updated for for DC Universe Classics, but they did keep pretty comic book accurate for a lot of the the line, but they did create their own figures like Cyclotron. I know he was created specifically for the action figure line. So I reckon this was just like maybe a cool variant, but Brett being the comic book aficionado would know if he appeared. I'm sure maybe he appeared at some point. Uh, And also superpowers, they never did any variants of any characters, except the closest one they got to was Clark Kent as Superman. Yep. uh, And that was a mail away. So, is Brett going to have the option to uh, dip into yeah, the everyone, mystery box? Now, did, did, did Davey go for the mystery box, or was he happy no. with his Lego? Okay, so Brett, yeah, I mean that's a pretty good figure for you, Brett. I'd be, uh, I w- <laughs> well, well, you, yeah. You want to encourage well, people to go for the mystery, mystery box, box, right? Could be a speedboat. <laughs> <laughs> that's an impressive Do, size box. If it's, a speedboat. it's it's reference to that episode of Family Guy where they they have a mystery box and Peter chooses the. I think he gets opera tickets or something oh, ridiculous. Okay. And everyone else gets the speedboat. And so they're like driving down this... Quagmire's driving down the street <laughs> with the speedboat. Speedboat, speedboat, speedboat! Speed speed <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got another couple of questions. Whose turn is it to read out a question? Is it yours, Frank? Um, yes, if I can find it on the thing. Bear with me. Please hold. Um, okay. This is from our friend across the ocean, Mr. Colin Betts. Oh, wait, wait. Well, he's, wait. Gone, he's gone for the mystery box. He's gone the mystery box. He's gone the mystery oh. box. All right, here we go. So, so just, to, just to clarify, okay, so the Superman will be now in the mystery this box. This is now yeah. the new mystery box for future future guesses. And here we go. It is. <laughs> drum roll. Drum roll, drum roll. Ice Blade Batman from Batman and Robin. Look at that. Yellow and purple Batman in all his goodness. Ice Blade Batman coming your way, Brett. That... Now I'm sure that never made a comic book appearance. So, and we've just lost a listener. <laughs> we might be able to do something special for Brett. Maybe a Dino Rider thrown in for that, <laughs> just to sweeten the pot. Because Brett puts on the uh, Toy Fair every year, twice a year, and it's brilliant. So yes, we don't want we don't, nice recovery. We don't want a uh, nasty taste in uh, Brett's mouth. So maybe a. Uh, a nice uh, Dino Rider piece. I can think of something very special for you, Brett. <laughs> You'd like to know where the gold Batman is. Ah, <laughs> gold Batman. All right. Uh, back to our question. We've got one from Colin Betts here. He says, as toy fans, we are inspired by our friends' collections. Sometimes inspiration, be- sometimes inspiration becomes a need to collect a line that they introduced us to. Give us a line that you're inspired to start collecting, either from scratch or much more robustly because you're inspired by another Toy Power host collection of that line. Well, let me me kick this one off because Duffman sitting next to me has uh, has something to answer for here. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Now, now, uh, when we go, we, we record, when we say, I mean, in the opening of every Toy Power episode, it's like, here we are at the Toy Power Studio. But that's just really one of our houses, right? Yeah. So at the moment, we're at Frank's. Um, we often record in Ben's toy room. Um, we can't really fit in my toy room anymore because there's toys all over <laughs> we, the floor. We did. We, we sent you that <laughs> we, challenge. We fit yeah. there and now we're not. <laughs> we're going to get that back there for the next one. Yeah. But, but inside, so normally we'd go to Ben's toy room. But inside the house, he's got a couple of cabinets with sort of some really nice high-end stuff. And one day I was over there and he's like, come and have a look in the uh, in the lounge room and check out this version of Soundwave, who is, in my opinion, the perfect <laughs> toy. 
And it was, of course, Masterpiece Soundwave. Yeah. To that point, I had not collected a single oh, Masterpiece oh, item. Wow. I now have about 50 <laughs> MPs <laughs> in my collection. It was all triggered. I went down to Shin Tokyo that, uh, I think, the next day and found a Soundwave on the shelf and bought that. And true to his word, brilliant figure. And it started a, an avalanche of MPs. <laughs> so they, uh, anyone who collects MPs knows they're not the cheapest. So... I reckon that that probably set me back about five five grand at least. <laughs> yeah, because what was what was Soundwave? He was number in the in the line. He oh, was, it was fairly fairly fit. early. Was he thirteen? I thought yeah, he was like early. nine or ten somewhere around. Yeah, there. that's early considering what we're up. I know, to. but considering they're like what on average two to three hundred bucks each. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a bit of a, back a bit catalog. of a catch up. Yeah, to a bit do. of a catch up. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, Benno. Uh, well, it's uh, I mean I'm I'm keen to get some Silverhawks. I wanted to be, you know, in with the hype for, uh, this is Silverhawks Ultimate. I wanted to be in the hype where we're all collecting a line together. You know, we're all yeah. waiting for pre-orders. I opted out for some of the Ninja Turtles Ultimates just because I knew this line is going to go super deep. So I was going to be like, no, nah, I'll just sit on the uh, sideline and watch you guys um, collect it and live vicariously through you. Mm. Uh, but um, in a segue, like, I remember going to one of our trade days back in the day, you know, and um, everyone brings used to bring all their toys to the people's backyards. And we used to, you know, private group sell, selling and things. And someone brought sectors um, mm. to, to the toy thing uh, in a bid to give it to someone else. And we were all, for the first time ever, I'd seen sectors. And I got to put my hand into the uh, beast glove <laughs> and, you know, like Wrecked move them. around. No, they, 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 the, um, the, those Sorry. animals are uh, keep, big keep enough for an, you're ad, right, you're right. for an adult hand. It's amazing <laughs> that the, the toy line was made for kids. And I instantly fell in love. And by the, you know, next... Um, month or so i hit up uh, a person in the states who had was selling them and through you know over the course of two years i think i collected almost the whole line it was love for the spider um, too yeah it was just uh, i i you know it was one of those circumstances yeah. instant fall instant, in love like yeah. oh my gosh i've never knew i've seen the good guys before yep. never seen the bad guys they're impressive they're just in, in, blown away in person so, aren't they yeah yeah nice mm. um mine is a little bit different in that i when I first met these gentlemen, I did not have a single Marvel Legends in my collection. Now, uh, I, we've sort of been asked this question before, the whole where do you sit Marvel DC? Uh, you know, Darren was DC, you guys are DC, and I consider myself more of a Marvel fanboy. And I think it was even after an episode where that question got posed to us. And I sort of went, I just went, these guys all have amazing DC collections. And I don't have a single Marvel. How can I claim, put my flag in the ground and say I'm a Marvel guy <laughs> yep. if I don't have any Marvel? And so that started me down the path. And, and looking over in that direction, there is a whole wall of Marvel legends. So, you know, I don't think it was any one person in particular to directly answer your question, Colin. But it was, you know, sort of going, oh, well, I can't. Am I, am I a fan of this stuff or not? And you talk about a back catalogue. Yeesh. You know, this is, we're probably talking like 2016, I reckon, when I would have got into 2016, 2017 even. Um, actually, would have been when the the Cyclops wave, with the um, Warlock wave, that yep. had like the OG Cyclops. And stuff. That's when I really started first looking at it. And I think I remember even balking at the prices going, 25 bucks for the <laughs> yeah, Marvel Legends? What right. is that? Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. you had the hype of the MCU backing it. So, you know, yeah. you were jumping in at a time at where right time, Marvel yeah. was big, plentiful, 
and uh, all that sort of jazz. So well mm-hmm. done. That's and you've got a seriously impressive wall. I come around here, yeah. uh, always being a fig, big fan of um, Apocalypse. Like mm-hmm. uh, he's just one of my you know go to and the X Men and things like. Yeah, really rounding out some of the teams now, and it looks sweet. Yeah. So, well done. Good stuff. All right, BC Talk has a question. Ooh. Benno, what is the scariest figure in your collection? This one's really hard for me because <laughs> I've got struggle. a lot of <laughs> yeah, aliens right. and xenomorphs and things. And uh, So I, I came down to two. And uh, so if you ask this, my wife this, when she first stayed over my house, uh, I've got a um, life-size gremlin. And because I was sharing my house with housemates, a lot of my collection was in storage or in my bedroom. And she woke up, uh, you know, sort of, and looked up and uh, saw the life-size gremlin right right on the bedside table where she was sort of laying. And that spooked the hell out of her. And uh, she's always sort of reminds me of that uh, time. So there's that one. And I've got to say that the alien queens uh, from NECA that I picked up from you, Scott, and he's sort of, I've got her posed sort of crawling along the um, the facets of my toy room, hanging down, ready, sort of creeping like a uh, rodent would or whatever along the beams. And I just love that pose. Uh, and I just think that is really creepy because you can come around and look at all the toys on the wall and then you're sort of, oh gosh, there's something above me, you know, mm. uh, it's quite spooky. So, yeah. Nice. Um, it's a little hard. I'm looking at my vintage turtles at the moment and some of the, the faces on those are quite... Uh, ridiculous when you when you think about it. Uh, I mean, it's easy to look at some of the Marvel Legends and the villains. You've got MODOK up there who is just... If you didn't know anything about MODOK, you're like, why is there a giant floating head on your... You know, in amongst your Marvel Legends? Um, but I'm probably going to go the... Um, I'm changing my mind as I'm saying this. I'm probably going to go actually from 2012 Ninja Turtles, and this is a shout-out to our good friend Jay Harps, the Rat King figure the 2012 edition where he's basically yes. just got like the the broad brim black hat and he's in a black coat and that actual episode is borderline yes, terrifying it is yep. it's really got some real horror vibes yep. on it and the figure does uh you know for the at that scale does a pretty good job you think of the rat king from the early stuff and you know he had some bandages or whatever uh this is like he's you know you don't want to see what's under that black robe because it will it will scar you for life so yep. yeah i'm gonna go with that one um Going back to Toy Regrets, this is another one I've got, but I collected the line of Breaking Bad action figures by Mezco, and they're pretty cool. Like, you could get Walter White and Jesse Pinkman and all that, and they did Gustav Fring, who I think, you know, in The Mandalorian now as we speak as Moff Gideon. Um, so very, very cool, but it's one of those things that I've sort of gone off a little bit. But if, uh, this probably is spoilers for Breaking Bad, but there is an, an explosion. When did Breaking Bad finish <laughs> wow, again? <it's> like... <laughs> Six, six, seven years ago. I don't know. There's an explosion in there where, where someone gets their half their face ripped off, essentially. And the scene is very cool because they come out of the, the room that's exploded and you see them from one side and their face seems fine. You're like, oh my God, they've survived. And then it basically shows the other half, which is a skeleton and all the blood and guts and they collapse to the ground and die. A two-faced so scenario. It's, it's yeah. essentially yeah. two-faced. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really cool. Yep. So I've got the Gustav Fring... Oh, there we go. Just sport it. <laughs> I went to all that effort to, uh, <laughs> you to not mention it. I, I, I tiptoed around and then just bang, straight out there. I've got the Gustav Fring with the half, the two-face. And that... The, I, I was actually looking through... I think they were customs. in Like Hot Toys... Uh, 12 inch figures mm. with like custom heads. There was like a Tony Soprano, all these really cool figures. And they did that 
two-faced Gustav Fring yeah. and it was horrifying because he's basically skull on the other side <laughs> but I've got the little Mezco you know six inch version which is I probably wouldn't show it to my kids it's, yeah. it's that it's that sort of scary alright Ben I think you're up for a, um, a giveaway do you yep, want to do the yep. next giveaway I'm gonna, next giveaway I'm going right, to reach down for that one yep, okay so that's it try and keep it out of the all camera right. there Cam- out of the mm. camera okay alright everyone's chat ready okay I am a DC character okay I appeared uh, in the cartoon before I appeared in the comics. Oh, yes. Interesting. Yeah. I am predominantly red and black. I am sort of, in air quotation marks, a girlfriend of a villain. I have had some movies celebrated about me. Oh, RJ, RJ. RJ's got it. Good work, RJ. Yes, correct. It is a Harley Quinn, and that is the Harley Quinn from the Adventures of Batman and Robin. So a very nice version, I think. That, cool. I think that is, in fact, the, the very first, first Harley yeah. Quinn action figure yep. ever released. That's mint on card. So that's a beautiful one for you, RJ. Richard, well done. Good. Or, good. or, or, or yes, can mystery, swap it or with the mystery box, box where we've got Superman. Uh, gold Superman. Gold Superman. Choose your you poison. Choose. So... Uh, there is a bit of a lag on that, so we'll just we'll come back to that if you do go mystery box and shout that out. All right, where are we up to, um, Frank? I reckon yes. was it your question? It is my turn to ask a question, and we've got a question here from Brett, who will probably never speak to us again after getting uh, swapped with that Batman. But uh, you have to pick, and oh, this is a great question. You have to pick a new Toy Power podcast avatar each. Who would you pick? And why they cannot be from the current four Avatar universes or from one other's pick. So I guess what he's saying is we can't have, you know, three Transformers, for example. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. right. So oh, it, and, and mine. So if I pick now Skeleton Warriors, Ben can't pick Skeleton correct. Warriors. Correct. Yes, correct. Okay. Yep. So if you're wondering what we're talking about, if you have a look in the bottom right corner of your screen there, you'll see our logo. And it's a little bit small, but essentially we have... Uh, it's Kenner Batman we have Fugitoid which is from Turtles original line G1 Optimus Prime and Skeletor so that straight away rules out Turtles uh, Masters. Masters Transformers and DC. DC Yeah. so we've got to come up with four new ones in that yeah look this is a really tough one I've got a couple that I'd love love to use um, I, I think I've got a pretty complete collection of dino riders and it's oh, a yeah. it's a love of mine from my childhood. So I think I'd go the T Rex oh, nice. Dino Riders. Yep. Like a yeah. nice big T Rex. Not head. not Krulos or Nah, anyone? I reckon no. I'd go one of the dinos because yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I love the yep. little characters. Yeah. But I think there's just something so iconic. You'd, you'd about have to that showcase T-Rex. the brain box to, to indicate that it's yes. not just a regular dinosaur. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So I yeah. reckon that would be my new avatar. T Rex mm. from Dino Riders. Fantastic cool. RJ's going to go with Harley Quinn. He's going no, with Harley no, Quinn. Okay, so, so Gold Superman is still up for grabs yeah. if you want uh, that one from the mystery box. But I'll tell you what, some of the next... I don't think you're going to swap out any of the next figures because uh, the, the last three are beauties. Yep, well said. Uh, for me, I, I'm very tempted to go with like someone a bit left field because I feel mm. future toyed in our... Uh, little logo there is sort of the left field character and I mean that by no disrespect Trent 
But, you know, I'm thinking someone like Baron Kaza from Ma- Micronauts, mm, ooh, you yes, know, because yeah. we don't have any Star Wars and I feel Baron Kaza's that very Darth Vader looking yep. uh, thing. And there's some amazing artwork of Baron Kaza, like, powered up and things. So his face or, you know, Triple Threat Snake, my, yes. you know, alias yeah, from, uh, yeah, from yeah, Battle yeah. Beasts or, you know, it's just something a bit obscure that draws people in. They're not just the... The top five 80s toys, yep. they, they go a bit deeper type thing. So. Yep. Yeah, so, nice. Good call. Yeah, with that in mind, I'm looking across at my Marvel Legends and look, the easy one is you go for a, like a Wolverine or a Cyclops or one of those. I would probably go, I want to go. I want to get a lady in there. Let's let's put for female representation. And it's. I'm looking at Rogue. But I want to go the Toy Biz Rogue with the horrific Ooh. face. <laughs> you talk about the the scariest figure in your collection. I want that on our avatar because I only the real it. only I the real it. deep cut toy nerds yep. are going to look at that and go, I know exactly what that is. That is fantastic. <laughs> we'll have to mock up a new uh, I new think avatar. We, we've just invented one. Scotty, we what about you? Do, do you have a call for the fourth avatar face? Doctor Doom. Yeah, yeah, good one, good call, good call. Yeah, I love that. That's very good, very good. All right, we got one more question from the patrons, and it is from Have. No, no, sorry, we got two more. So, firstly, uh, Jobra Commander, you have greenlit one cartoon from the eighties or nineties to have three very good series and one movie, but it can't be anything that has been that has had any kind of TV reboot in the last. 15 years and you all need to agree on it all right what do you pick what do you pick i i think hands, hands yeah i think hands down it's got to be dino riders dino riders Ooh, or yeah. uh, centurions you know centurions was a big focus Ma- centurions yeah. would be pretty cool oh, mask, mask. Yeah. yeah wow you know battle beasts uh, i'd love to see them get something yeah uh, three you know. good series and, and one movie? movie. Scott is waving his hands around the room. He's shouting out um, Ga- uh, Golden Girls, Guardians <laughs> of the Gemstones. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a big thumbs up. What do you re- I mean, look, I love the idea of a Dino Riders movie. Oh, that would just could you Jurassic Park, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, Jurassic Park, but with images. more guns, like yeah, la- lasers guns. Yeah. and you know, aliens, man, and aliens. Yeah, oh. wow. it's a pretty cool story. The uh, like the you know the time stone and mm. all that sort of thing, whatever it is. And there's some cool characters in that. So I, I'd be keen for Dino Riders. I oh, just just mask, man. Like, can you imagine like getting because as we're talking, yeah, series and stuff. It had a good comic run. Uh, sorry, uh, we did have a good comic run. But you had a good show run. But can you imagine seeing live action mask? Yeah. It, it takes the the good elements we know they can do from a Transformers movie, if you yes. will, without it being stupid. Um, and then uh, you know, I'm thinking also picturing toys on the shelf. You you know, we get uh, Bumblebee and Optimus um, helmets. Yep. Imagine you Matt tracking. Oh. Your spe- imagine <laughs> the ability to put one of those oh. on. Yeah. No, I remember Chris Wisdom, one of our our. Uh, very, very early on, you know, part of the Giant Size Team Up Network yeah. would come on very often. He made his son a mask-themed yes. birthday party. He got, like, Boulder Hill, mint on card, made up the box and everything. But for his birthday party, they all had masks. Yeah, little paper. Paper yeah. masks. But it was, like, based on real cut-out masks of the era. Yep. And they all had them, and uh, they looked so cool. I couldn't even imagine... I mean, I'd I'd be all in on those masks. Yeah. I think. Well, okay. Here's a question for you, Frank. In mm. terms of the mask, um, like obviously the movie would be done today, 2022 mm. and onwards. Would you do the modern equivalents of the car, 
cars or would they be the cars from the 80s? I think they've got to be the modern, modern ones up, because, yeah. uh, you know, you don't see trucks like that or, or cars like Unless that Unless you anymore. said it in the 80s. No, I think... Yeah. I, I, could you, you could said it And then the you 80s. have it like an 80s soundtrack to it. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, I think, I yeah. think you have a little bit of a mix. You right. have the, yeah, okay. they have the 80% modern cars yes. and then you throw in the big Chevy. Yeah, yeah, you know, okay. That turns yeah, into yeah, the yeah, tank yeah. and things sense. like just for the, you know, the big muscle cars for some of the bad guys sure. or the, yeah. the chiefs. Uh, you know, like I'd, I'd love to see Matt Tracker still cruising around in a real square Corvette type thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just I just think that he's so much cooler than the more iconic, rounded uh, versions that they're running around today with. That's just my opinion. All I right. think there's what, just something so much. And then you that way you draw in some of the adults and things and they live vicariously, you know, through the film yeah. sort of thing. So, 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 so w- w- we have to we have to agree on this. Is that I'm is that I'm, the rules I'm, of the I'm happy to uh, yeah, agree on mask. I get mask. We're looking at yeah. mask. Yeah. You want some feedback from yes. The- yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Some, yep. All right, so we've got shout outs for mask. Mm-hmm. Brave star. Oh, brave star. Oh, good yes. Yep. Brave star. Yes. yes, thank Battle you. Battle Beasts. Dino Saucers is getting called. Oh, oh Dino Saucers! Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. a brilliant call out. Yeah. yeah, wow. Yes, fantastic. Yeah. No, they're, they're, yeah, look, they're all properties that haven't had enough love and I'd love to see something from all of those, yeah. right? That would be Why don't you make us pick one? Yeah, that's, I know. That's we want them all. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's, Frank, you've got a giveaway. Yes. Let's get into this. This right. is a very cool... And you're very well positioned to talk about this character. Yeah, so this <laughs> is... Uh, all right, so I'll talk about the character that yeah, comes in this. Yeah, it is, it yeah. is a gift set, for lack of a better word. Uh, I am from the Ninja Turtles universe, but I am not a mutant. Yep. Uh, I... I don't know you could say if they're a good guy or a bad guy. Oh, yes. They sort of blur those lines. Yep. Um, How many appearances? Uh, just the one just appearance, Just one actually. appearance. Yeah, one appearance. I am from the live-action movie and have never been on any of the countless Turtles uh, cartoons or shows. Who uh, made your figure? Who made this figure is made by Necker and came out uh oh only last, last year, year, I wanna yeah. say. Uh and to that point, this is Brad Taylor. Brad Taylor! Hey, what have we got? Nice. Is it Danny? This He's got is, Danny. This is the Turtles Loot Crate Danny box. So uh, for those who don't know, Danny Pennington as portrayed uh as the kid with the Sid Vicious t shirt. In the nineteen ninety Ninja Turtles movie, the one and only time he's appeared, he's sort of that he's sort of the the lens that the audience watches yes. the movie through. You know, he sort of ends up falls in for the shredders sort of thing and then ends up realizing he's the bad guy and all that. So a pretty central character, and this is literally the first time he's been made in plastic. So was it Brent Taylor, was it? Br- Brad Taylor. Brad Taylor. Brad. Sorry, Brad. This one is coming to you. Unless, unless oh, you want to swap golden out Superman. For the golden Superman. For a, for a, now, that is the, um, uh, Brad, that is the loot crate. So it's got all the other peripheral yep. stuff Sealed in there, box. which is really cool. Yep. So uh, I think you, you're hard-pressed to pass up that. I think it's gone up in value a fair bit as well. So, Yeah, very cool. Very Congratulations, cool. Hey, we got, we got awesome. one more Patreon question, and then we've got some two big items to give away. Um. Where were we up to? Uh, Benno. Have. have. Yep. yep. So we got have. Pop culture is dominated by TV and movies. However, I would like to know what other mediums get you going, e.g. books and comics, graphic novels. Do you have a top five in one or both of these? 
Also, what toy line would you like to see come from one of or more of these? So that's a multi-layered question. So what's your top five sort of comic books or, uh, you know, regular novels type thing? Well, it doesn't have to be just comic books, is it? It's something that's not... not, um, Traditional media like movies, TVs, yeah. Uh, Look, and I think it's kind of happening. Uh, Gaming is the one for me. Like when they announced an Uncharted movie, I was like, yep, I'm there for that. There's the Halo series, of course, that we've had a couple of teasers for at the moment. I feel like this is... um, this is where Hollywood's finally realizing, hey, there's games that have come out over the last ten years that, and particularly stuff like Halo and Uncharted that have had multiple iterations, they've got this lore behind them that they can just cherry pick from to to make these movies and and cartoon shows. So I mean that goes the other way, of course. You've got you know Batman games and stuff that's based off comic books and stuff. So yeah, for me, I would say there's there's still a, a great untapped. If they did a Deus Ex. Uh, based on those games from the whatever they were the early 2000s I think it was um, I mean June of course we, we talked about that recently that's happened um, I, I'm struggling to think of a top five that hasn't actually oh are they redoing Super Mario Brothers is that what I oh yes they are yeah yeah, yeah they are yeah so that's coming uh, back Chris with, you Pratt know, yep the, the Sonic movie of Mario course, Mario happened. how many Marios are in the room <laughs> three Marios Mario 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 Luigi Mario <laughs> so yeah so there's a lot to um, a lot to cover I think there's I think Hollywood's finally catching up, but I think there's a lot more from gaming that they could put. I mean, The Witcher, of course, has been highly successful. Not granted, that comes from books originally, but yeah, that would be that would be my pick. I think. Yeah. Um. Look, I'm big into. Well, I went through a huge graphic novels phase, and I guess if I had to sort of select my taste in graphic novels, it's uh, things like Watchmen. You know, I loved Watchmen because it was self-contained. It told a story. Uh, it had a really, really cool twist, but the characters were so rich and you could relate so that it was like, you know, it was almost like a, a deconstruction of the superhero genre. Um, so that felt very, very real. And I, and I love, you know, Frank Miller, Dark Knight Returns. I love a lot of the Jeff Loeb stuff, which is Dark Victory and Long Halloween. I think to mm. me, like Long Halloween you could almost just turn it into a movie. Like it's yeah. that, it's yeah. a mystery. You don't have to do too much. You don't have to do, do too much. Like yeah. it's not, and you can't say that about many comic books, I think. Like you can, you can probably do it and have the depth that, that, um, and, and it has been pulled from like elements that, that scene where they burn the money. Hmm. I think like where Joker burns the money, yeah, there's, there's a bit of a Dark scene Knight, in Dark yeah. Knight that mirrors a sort of similar scene. Um, the, the other thing I love, I love a lot of uh, science fiction novels and I have to call out my my number one. A lot of people don't know about it. Is Gene Wolfe and his book of the New Sun. Um, there's a number of books in that work, and some of the best for me science fiction fantasy writing um, that's out there. So Gene Wolfe, absolute legend, uh, underrated, hasn't been adapted yet. So I think it's very dark, and I just wonder if it uh, there's a time. But I think you know they'll have to get to it eventually because it is a masterwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good calls. Uh, so I I wrote down my sort of five. I maybe I didn't read the question right, but I wrote down my five top comics that I've read, sort of that really stick out to me. And I've got to go with a, a no specific order, but like um, up there, really high up there is the Alien and Predator franchise from Dark Horse, like the early uh, where they pitched them together um, back in the early, sorry, the late 80s, early 90s. And then they, um, Dark Horse, put them together, Alien versus Predator, and wrote some fantastic storylines. And that's where they got the ideas to uh, for Predator 2 to splice Alien, uh, the 
skulls into the yep. ship. So that was awesome. Uh, I've, of all the Ninja Turtle comics and things that have been around, uh, number four, volume four, which is the Peter Lard solo series mm. that he wrote, really sticks out because that was a real love letter to the people that had read through all the Mirage comics, uh, stuck with volume two. And he sort of, you know, because he was the uh, head writer, chief, you know, everything. I mean, they were delayed by up to three months sometimes. Yeah. So I was really slow to get get out. And the story was never finished, but I felt those stories were amazing, like really deep into characters and things. What happened in volume one that was never spoken about, he re, um, you know, talked about it in volume four. So mm. I think that's amazing. Uh, Batman Hush, right? That, oh, that, that oh, series yeah. Wonderful. was Wonderful just run. so good. I, I know they've done a um, movie of Hush, but they changed too much of not, it. You not, know, it's when you muck around with the source of material, it mm-hmm. doesn't always uh, translate, and that's exactly what happened. It, it just it wasn't my Hush. Uh, so, <laughs> Hashtag yeah, not my Hush. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, Wanted Again. Uh, oh, yes. W- wanted job. by the um, Millerverse. Uh, freaking amazing series. Uh, love that. And then they tried to make it into a movie with Angelina Jolie and they things. Changed and they a just lot, stuffed it up. Yeah. Um, and number six, I've got to call out uh, as a special one uh, 30 Days of Night um, and Dark Days. I know they did that uh, cool movie. The first movie was really cool. And then they tried to do Dark Days and it was sort of trying to walk a little bit, change the source material. Mm. And they sort of branched out. But Go back to those comics, you know, Ben Templesmith and things with his artwork really, really made them horrific. So, yeah, love nice. it. Um, there's some good call-outs to check out. Now, Scotty, before we go on to our next uh, item over here, has there been anything in the chat uh, that you want to shout out? Yes, got a couple of shout-outs in relation to the last question. Victor has suggested Arcane. Oh, oh the game. Yes. Yeah, nice. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Ringslade has recommended Tomb Raider. Yep. 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 Three hundred dollar plus items, so this is very, very cool. Hey, I'm going to read from the. Oh, let's just see if I can oh, don't, hide don't this the behind gold Superman. Oh, I'm moving the wrong way. Oh, no, no. What are you doing? Oh. All right, I'm just going to read from this portrait. Portrait at the back here. So, his lack of smarts makes him dangerous. This mutant mammal is big trouble with his retro mutagen gun. One shot can level a whole building. Or a shell turtle. Off duty, said figure loves to fry up a mess of juicy turtle burgers for the whole hungry foot clan. Said turtle's field glasses survey the area for anything that looks like a turtle. He's mistakenly blasted six soccer balls. This GI rockhead blatantly displays his victory kills with the turtle scalps he wears around his belt. Surely, surely that's gonna that's gonna twig somebody. I'm a, I was in the first ten figures released in the yeah. Ninja Turtles line. Nobody yet. Nobody's got it. Ooh. First ten. I came with the accessories of a knife. Tilo! Maddie Tilo! Oh, Maddie Tilo! It's a vintage. Wow, Rocksteady. It is. Yep, that is a, that's a figure. From uh, now, it's not a it's not a ten back, but it is uh, it is 
It's got uh, a KB Toys sticker on there, from what I can see. Yeah, it's it's KB Toys, so it is. It's heading back. Can I, can I just uh, have a look? Yeah, very cool. So yeah, Rocksteady. Yeah, surely Tilo's going to go on. mystery. Come box. on, Tilo. Uh, Golden box. Superman. Mystery Golden box. Superman. Okay, <laughs> uh, it's hard to give up a uh, vintage Rocksteady. Um... He's the best out of the duo, in my opinion. Yeah. So oh, controversial. Well. Yeah. David yep. Damage wants to fight you yeah. now. All yeah. right. What's the last last giveaway? Benno, do you want to do the last one? The last giveaway, yes, yeah, sure. This is this is a much sought after item. It's actually very hard to get nowadays. So very, very sought after. Very okay, cool, very cool um, item as well. Okay, I am a beast. Ooh, you are certainly. <laughs> I what I did come from. So this is a modern version. I did come out in maybe what twenty twenty ten. Uh, you came out in t- 2002, I reckon, as well. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, this, this version, this yeah, this version, version is the This yeah, version yeah. is about 2010. Is yep. a yep. modern version that is 2010, but I herald way back pre-80s to mm-hmm. the 70s line. Yes, yeah, good yeah. call. Where I was famously quoted, slap a saddle on it. <laughs> <laughs> slap an effing saddle. Yeah, that was the PG version. I am a heroic beast. I am not the regular color scheme that I run around in on an on an earth, by, uh, you know, form. I am of a. Uh, We've got a winner. We got a winner. What? We got one. Corey. Who was it? Corey. 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 Okay. Corey DeMarin, well done. Wow. You have won. Do you want to hold it up? It is a Masters. Battle for Eternia, yep. Battle Battle Cat, the classics. Masters of the Universe Classics. And it is uh, yeah, it is open, so we can open it later and uh, show you what exactly you've got. But this is pretty ultimate uh, version. He is articulated, which the original one did not, was not articulated. And, uh, yeah, this is a sweet, sweet... That was figure. a good um, good clue because he originally came from the Big Jim toy line right. in the 70s. So, yes, before the... Pop, uh, pop it open the, for those who don't know. Yeah. Those who haven't seen a, a Battle Cat in all his classics glory. There was a coupon you could get uh, from Maddie Collector to get five bucks or ten bucks off Battle Cat. And it was quite ironic because he sold out in about one minute. I had that coupon. You had the coupon? My coupon <laughs> is still unused because I missed out. It's sold out too darn quick. So I paid eBay scalpers. His helmet's come off in the box, but it is still present. Oh, yeah, there it is. And, uh, yeah, it's a sweet, sweet looking figure. There you go. Well done, buddy. That's huge. Well done. Huge he figure. is big. Good win. Good win. All right, that's it for the Q&A. We are now heading into our own show and tell segment. So we've all brought in a toy to talk about, and um, I might... I might kick us off here because yeah. um, Ben's just repacking uh, Battle Cat. So this is one... Um, I, I've always had a fascination with this toy. And as a Minton card collector, I think this makes a, a perfect uh, addition to any Minton card collection. But you've got to have it loose as well, which I do <laughs> as well. So I'm going to talk today about a line that came out. I think it was 1993, well after the cartoon. And it's the Inspector Gadget line. And this particular figure from Inspector Gadget is by Tiger Toys. And it is Dr. Claw, none other than Dr. Claw. I think Frank Welker might yes. do the voice for yep. Dr. Claw. Now, what's what's brilliant about this figure? He comes with Mad Cat. He comes with a, a bomb. Um, and on the packaging, you see the back of the chair with the Mad logo and Mad Cat sitting up on top. And you can just see his arm. And 
this is much like uh, remember um, Home Improvement with Wilson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah. they, they went to same. great length to hide uh, yes. Doctor Claw's face. And they've even done it in the packaging. So there you can see holding it up to the camera. It's actually wrapped. I'm looking at it on the side. It's actually wrapped around yep. the side. So you couldn't even look down the side of the bubble to, fully to wrapped, see it. Fully wrapped around. You can sort of peek through the top there. But he's got a little cardboard um, thing hiding his face, which says, reveal the mysterious Dr. Claw. So that's sort of the first ever representation of what he looked like. And sometimes it's better to leave these things alone because yes. he is a really, <laughs> really disappointing. There he is. Uh, oh, no. Oops, in his, wrong uh, camera. In My his bad. loose form. Um, it's, a, it's a very, I don't know, like weak-looking character. I always uh, presumed him to be very strong, very dominating with that deep voice. I always and he's like, like, a, a, like a kingpin-style yeah, character. I, Instead, you, you know, got this old man. Old like, man, like mad scientist with the sort of crazy look on his face. Yeah. I always pictured, you know, the mad logo, that sort of cat yeah. uh, thing. I, I always imagined that was his face. Like, he wasn't even human type oh, thing. Oh, yep. yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That would have actually been, I think, a, a good move is to put him in a mask. Yes. Yeah. That would have been very clever. Uh, I reckon they've hidden him. So he's literally on the card back. He, he's in the chair from behind. Uh, so yeah, that's go. that's they, they didn't give anything away. <laughs> and there was no, I believe there was never any reference to his face in the cartoon series. And you never got a chair artwork. or anything, did you? No, you didn't come with a chair. Um, that Which would have been cool. I, I would have liked that. Like, I would have liked to have him like that. Yes. Yeah, that yes. would have been, yeah. been my Dr. Claw. For sure. Yep. Yeah. All right, Ben. Great choice, Ben. Okay, we talk about 80s toys and things, and we talk about iconic sub-series. So the G1 Transformers uh, obviously had quite a few extremely iconic sub-series, you know, naming the combiners and, mm-hmm. things, the, uh, and things. And uh, one of the most uh, iconic ones was, of course, the Dinobots, right? Oh, yeah. Everybody love Dinobots? Everybody loved the Dinobots, and everybody mm-hmm. wanted one, and everyone's got a lot, sorry, a lot of people have their favourites, you know, uh, I know, you know, I got Swoop or I got Sludge, and yep. that, that was my first, and yep. you know, I got had three of the of the five <clears throat> Dinobots and things. Well, back when I was, I, I, I is, I've got to be like seven or eight, but uh, if the timeline serves me right, mum and dad said, right, it's uh, it's time, you know, it's your birthday, you can come and choose a toy, which was Ooh. pretty special. So I'm like, oh, cool, and uh, they're heavily hinting towards right. I think you're at the age now. Yeah, seven or eight, whatever it was, 1989, uh, you should get a bike, right? You should you should get your first two-wheeler bike. You're at that age. I'm like, yeah, yeah, bikes are cool and all, but what about Transformers? <laughs> what about Dinobots, you know? And 1989 doesn't marry up with Dinobots, but no. it does uh, marry up with Pretenders. Yes. And, uh, of course, the Pretenders uh, did release a Dinobot, uh, and this is, of course, Grimlock in his <laughs> of course. tender yeah. form. Of course, it's Grimlock. Uh, looking uh, very um, humane and things. So we'll <laughs> pop him. Uh, yeah. So I chose this guy over a, a BMX bike. And uh, it was, you talk about toy regrets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> after Life about, regrets. <laughs> after a few weeks, <laughs> I kind of uh, regretted not. So, uh, let, me, let me get this right. You chose, over a bike, you chose a Transformer that kind of doesn't transform. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Right. I mean, it and looks sounded, nothing like Grimlock. It, it sounded cool at the time. So, yeah, so I've got Pretender Grimlock uh, in all his... Grimlocky glory, <laughs> pretending to be Grimlock. <laughs> uh, so that's the inner robot. That's oh, there's the inner Grimlock. Grimlock. Yeah. There he is. 
So that's Grimlock. He he's... looks like a Happy Meal McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, Grimlock. he does. So, he, oh, Certain do charm to it, though. Yeah. That's, so, that's... Uh, and he does transform into a robot, uh, which I won't do. It's very basic uh, transformation. And then he also got the um, Action Masters version. Yes. Uh, a, a few years 80, after 89, that. 90? Yeah, this was 89. Okay, so yep, uh, 90 Action would have been uh, Action Masters. Yep, yeah. Okay. Not too far away. So, yeah. So Grimlock got a few uh, variants throughout the G1 uh, versions and I got one of them as a child. Wow. So, uh, yeah. So that was that was my little show and tell and uh, story behind it. So, <laughs> hope you enjoyed. That should have been that should have been toy regrets, mate. Yeah, it's true, true. <laughs> All right. So um, this one is a little bit interesting uh, for me. I couldn't pick just one toy to show off, so I'm actually going to show off a whole line now. Uh, I've sort of been teasing this on the Patreon that there was a, a line that I've started collecting and I'm not ready to show it off. We're going to actually show it off now and I'm going to... It's a work in progress, isn't it? It, it is a work in progress and this has, uh, let's be honest, largely come from the uh, wonderful Darren's collection. Um, we, I'm going to cut to Scotty and our remote camera now. Um, oh, yes. look at that big boy. I am collecting Master Universe Classic. Now, sharp-eyed viewers might have noticed behind me there's some shelves of unpacked stuff. And if Scotty just slowly pulls back there, oh, yeah, we've got Point Dread, so that's cool. Oh, my God, Castle Grayskull. But wait, what's that big thing down the bottom of it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Snake Mountain. Far out. So this is, uh, I say collecting. I feel like it's. Uh, I think there's only one or two figures, maybe short of completion, from from you know Darren's amazing collection. Um, but this is uh, this is what awaits us as far as uh, unboxing. If Scotty can just pan up to the shelf there, that's what's sitting behind me right now, and that is pretty much every classics toy. Still haven't unboxed them yet. We've got a bit of a uh, photography thing we want to do before we unbox them. They pan around to the shelf that just sort of carries on as well. And then directly behind me, if you go to the ground level there, Scotty, um, you'll see more stuff that I couldn't fit on shelves. There's some turtle stuff in the way there, but that is all tucked into the corner. You've got the filmation stuff. You've got the weapon packs. There's all the beasts, all the um, the big boys, all that sort of stuff. So it's honestly, it's one of these things I went backwards and forwards with. I, I spoke to the guys at length going, look, is this is this me being greedy? You know, uh, and what this come down to is this is going to be going to be my tribute to Darren is the way I look at it. You know? yeah. it's, uh, he loved Master of the Universe and whilst we have obviously you know sold off a lot of that sort of stuff, um, we wanted to, it would be a real shame that there is not a complete Master's collection you know in that he's sort of collected if that yeah. makes sense. So um, yeah. Sorry, Scotty, I've just cut away from you there. Now you're just standing weirdly behind me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, that's where I'm at. It's all still boxed up at the moment. We we want to do a bit of a photography thing to say, hey, has anyone wanted to see a complete Masters Collection mint in box? Here it all is. That's going to be days worth just to set up that photography shot just quietly. Um, but yeah, it's going to be Toy Power's own little tribute to, to the great man. Um, it's... And it's, it's been a question that's sort of posed to us. Do you enjoy the hunt or if you have the opportunity, do you get a whole collection in one go? And this is my first real experience with that. And it's it's weird in that, especially given the current the circumstances around Darren, but it's exciting at the same time that I sit there and go, right, when I pull the trigger, I have 
days worth of just opening boxes <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> to like and then setting them all up and how do I do it and and honestly I have ever since uh you know sort of coming to this decision I've been doing my homework on masters like nothing before now I knew vintage masters fairly well but there's stuff in the classics where I just go that's ridiculous you've got cases where figures came with an accessory for a completely unrelated yep. figure yep. because they couldn't fit it in because of budgetary concerns and all that sort of stuff and learning about you know some of the delays they had um, there's some great resources out there for all that sort of stuff and um, being the database nerd that I am of course I'm putting together a, a quite extensive masters uh, database that has all the accessories all sort of single shot and that sort of stuff this is obviously going to help me for any of those hard to find pieces that are missing from those current online guides but yeah so that is um yeah it's going to be a weird thing i think opening it all up and and displaying it and and yeah that is uh it's going to be interesting oh, that is very cool and it will be it's so wonderful because we do record here in frank's room probably the most out of any toy room and to have that Darren legacy here was a big part of I think we wanting you to be able to display that in this room and pay that tribute because it, it really if you go if you go to what Darren's love was his favorite toy based property was Masters and yeah. what better representation of everything Masters than classics hey we've still got a figure to give away so get oh, your get keyboards ready um, Scotty can you pass me the the Frank Allen perpetual trophy <laughs> now here's a question it's i think this is very appropriate because this is the trophy that goes gets awarded to the current winner of the toy power quiz mm. it's a beautiful uh, mikey um in gold which is loving lovingly made by scotty there um so what what i'm asking the question is who is the current holder of the toy power quiz award and in which episode did they win Ooh. this award? Wow. Okay, so episode. And you can refer to the episode. You don't have to do it necessarily by number, but which one was it? You probably should have done this at the top of the show, give people time to research, because I'm not <laughs> sure how many people are going to know well, if, off the if top of the Well, if people don't heads. know the, the episode, just who is the current holder of the trophy. <laughs> Um, but if okay. you if, yeah, we'll, we'll is, go this, to, is this for the last toy this is, is that... for the golden superman oh of gold yeah, on gold gold, gold. yes yeah, so gold. gold on gold we have all right oh, yeah oh it is david Savage's beautiful wife oh Anita. Anita. well done and what what did he say what was the answer i believe the episode 249 249 and current champion is database himself yeah that's it anita well done uh what have you won golden superman so that is a very, very shiny find coming your way. Well, at least she's got a Superman in the house now. Oh! 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 <laughs> when, oh when you fantastic. wake up tomorrow morning, there's paint all over your windscreen. Uh, no. <laughs> oh. I, I wouldn't go uh, hiring a detective. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Hey. Uh, I just want to say a massive shout out to everyone that sort of followed the Toy Power journey and for all the wonderful support we get. We get so much support and so much love from you guys, the community. And I know it wasn't possible and sorry for all the international fans that probably weren't able to get on this one because yeah. of the time zone differences. But to everyone that joined this experience for us, we wanted to do something special and this has felt very special, sharing it with you guys online and knowing you're there listening live in real time cool. and hopefully you've got a little memento out of it um, for, for 
you know, the the celebrations of the 250. So get in touch with us if you have won a prize. If we don't know where you live, we know where a lot of you you guys here live. So we'll get those toys out. Scotty, to you. you're right to drop Davy's present on. Is that <laughs> is that appropriate? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, if we don't know where you live, get in touch. Give us your address, and we'll ship those out to you. Hey, so much love to the patrons and to all our listeners for tuning in to all the episodes of Toy Power, but in particular to celebrate this milestone with us. Gentlemen, any final words from you guys? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How hot are you, Ben? I've just got the vest on and I'm sweating. These boobs are just (laughs) just soaked. Like, yeah. Yeah. The fact I haven't been playing with them all, all episode. Well, he is, has. Yeah. He just went and been cutting That's the right. camera away. Yeah. No, look, thank you to everyone. Uh, this is the first time we've done anything like this. We've talked about doing video before and it got really hard. So a bit of a shout out to some of my workmates who sort of helped me for some of the, the more higher end stuff. I, I, my original idea was very much more low tech than this, but this has worked out quite well, I think. Um, yeah, we've had on average about sort of, you know, the mid 20s, uh, 25 sort of people watching. That's not bad considering the very yeah. first time we've, yep. we've sort of done this. So, happy, yeah, happy shout out to all you guys. You're Thank all you. awesome. Cool. All right, we're going to sign off from the big guy himself. Um, we hope to see you around the toy aisles and stay safe. And until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.